How's everybody doing? My name is Augie with VIP Playlist. I'm here with my wonderful co-host. Hey guys, it's Adam. And uh, today we have a band called Cascadent. Is that I pronounced that correctly? Cascadent. Cascadent. Yes. Oh, honor. Cascadent. Yeah. Cascadent. But, you know. Fuck you, Augie. Fuck me. <laughs> we, we can't really blame anyone. It's not actually a word. Um, it could be in French. I'm pretty sure it, cascada means waterfall in French, but we weren't thinking about that. Um, it just sort of happened. So you can say it however you want to, sweetheart. Yeah, you know what? I like the way Adam said it. How'd you say it again? Cascadent. Cascadent. Yeah. That. Yeah. I was you, like, you, yours, yours, your version was nice too. I, yeah. I liked it. No, fuck you. You, you, already, you already fucked up, bro. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like both. Yeah. Uh, honestly, <laughs> like, you know, uh, um, uh, coming, I'm actually like uh, Asian American. Coming from an Asian American background, like people pronounce like all this stuff that I say wrong. And I think like when they do it, it actually becomes a different culture. So like, it's, like I think it's, it's cool that there's different interpretation of like what it's supposed to be, you know? That's yeah, kinda, I got you. Yeah. I, I'm just so, really bad at English. No, <laughs> uh, we speak American. <laughs> yeah, we speak American here. Right? <laughs> uh, but anyways, um, y'all want to introduce yourselves and what y'all do for the band? Sure. Uh, my name is Sam. I play bass and I do co-vocals. Um, uh, my name is Jonathan. I play guitar. Um, I'm one of the songwriters. So, okay. Sweet. sweet. Now, uh, y'all are from Georgia, right? Georgia. Yeah, right around the Atlanta area. We um. Oh, nice. Long. We sort of grew up in that metro area, and then um, have all just sort of floated around. You know, when you say you're from Atlanta, it's with you know everything's within like a fifty mile radius, and you know y'all ever be- met any rappers? Oh, oh, uh, <laughs> what? This uh, uh, week. <laughs> well, for me, I, I work with rappers. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, like, that's uh, in my in my own, and uh, I do like session work for people, but um, uh, but also like you know, I I'm actually not from Georgia originally, so like I'm from New York, but I came. Down, so half of my life is in New York, and half of my life is in Georgia. So like, like big city New York. Uh oh yeah, like like the New York City Queens area, I guess. But, nice man. That's what's up. That's I've been awesome. out there. It, it, it's 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 cool. It's hot, is what Adam said. He said it. He well, felt I like went, he was I under went, a magnifying glass. I went for the Fourth of July, and we saw the fireworks <laughs> oh, on the Brooklyn oh. Bridge, and like they're still like don't don't get me wrong. Yeah, on paper it was a great idea, but there's like no solace because it's all just concrete and buildings and the sun, and we were melting. And glass. But I mean, it's really hot right now in like Texas. I'm sure Atlanta's the Bro. same. It's it's just brutal. We're all gonna die. I don't know about te- I don't know about where you're at, Adam. Adam's like two hours away from me. I don't know where. No, dude, like, it's like one ten, like every bro, day. It was a hundred and fucking ten degrees for yeah, the last was, five days. Power bill might kill me before the heat. Bro, my yeah. electric bill was five hundred dollars. Oh yeah, God. yeah. But Augie, Augie trips, dude. He puts his shit on like sixty. No, actually, we've been keeping. No, 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 absolutely not. We've been keeping that shit on seventy three. That 71. is that is a revelation for you. Seventy one. You Bro, always. I've poor. never been to your house, and it was above seventy. Because I'm poor. All right. Well, yeah. Now, thanks, Uncle. Yeah, I can't be living like a fucking king anymore. <laughs> all right. Fuck, dude. Your yeah. house is always freezing. Yeah, dude. Dude, I can't help. Dude, I was raised by a fucking. My dad always kept it like sixty eight in the house all year round. 
That's how I got used to it, dude. Must be nice, had that money. Yeah. He was also an air conditioning guy, so he like fix his shit. So. That's true. And it also was not this expensive back then either. So that is also true. <laughs> but uh anyway, so uh y'all are from Georgia. You know what always like really shocked me? <clears throat> um, which I don't know why, because it, it, I, I thought I was thinking about this the other day, and it, like, like, why is it that like the like there's a lot like a, the majority of like post hardcore metalcore bands come out of the south, like southern states. Have y'all noticed that? It's it's interesting. We were talking about that earlier. Just the presence that a lot of this music has taken in the last few years. You know, you think about bands like the Calistow Boys, Sayers. And you go a little bit farther back and you see some of those roots with like, oh, brother, Manchester Orchestra, who kind of laid a lot of that foundation, um, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just cool to Thunder see. Thunder Earth was like from Georgia, Florida as well. Right. right? And also uh, the Chariot. Oh, the Chariot Norma, Norma Jean. Georgia, Norma Jean. Yeah. Yeah. And like all the, all, like, like kind of like the uh, unsettling feeling of like kind of like almost math core still like. Uh, southern, southern yeah. kind of kind of feel. I think that's kind of like the. I, I mean, that's kind of the dirty south kind of. Yeah, yeah, feel. yeah. Regardless, like even no matter what genre we're, uh, the, we always have a, a, a respect for you know the uh, attribute of the dirty south in that way. Well, <laughs> yeah. one, one of the things we were actually talking about earlier in regards to that is one of the cool things about that is a lot of these bands don't necessarily sound the same. It's not just a little pocket. Of yeah. A lot of bands trying to be one artist. It's a lot of different voices that are you know really inspiring and it's and it challenges you to be better and a lot of these guys yeah. are you know people we've gotten to play shows with and get to know and yeah. um, the the song that you know we're we're going to be releasing uh for for this podcast to promote uh watch the tale features uh soup campbell from from Seder and you know oh nice dude oh I, yeah. and yeah. Soup is such a talented guy and, and songwriter. Is, yeah gotten to see them come up over the years from being like kids coming out and cutting their teeth and um seeing them develop into just this like monolith of a band and that's been so talented of being Mm -hmm. in the community is there's a lot of real like tightly knit roots with a lot of people and it's it's cool to see people having success yeah and uh for me that's uh that's really like um really like that makes me really happy as a musician is that everybody's color is like, kind of like kind of putting out there, like I, not just as a band, but as a musician themselves, you know, yeah, that's something that uh, is really special that is coming out now. And it doesn't really matter what either your age or whatever it is. It doesn't really, this is kind of more about like, you know, that people get interested in the vision of like something that you're passionate about. And I think yeah. that's something different now than, it used to be uh at least for back in my days you kind of thing you know like it's it's kind of cool that there's so much more opportunities for people to grow and just to enjoy like yeah. uh like the the journey of like what music can become to be you know and essentially it's all for science in that way yeah for sure that's awesome man yeah i just it's just something i noticed especially just like recently talking to a lot of like uh I like unsigned like you know local bands type type bands and a lot of them are from like these little bitty southern states man and I think that's just really cool I guess you only have like 
two options when you're from like southern states like butt rock and country so you gotta <laughs> you, you can gotta, rap dude like, you can rap yeah you rap and you, you gotta talk about you gotta you gotta like carve your own path <laughs> for, for a long time i think that was that was definitely true but one of the things we've seen around here and more of like a, a grassrootsy sense especially around the atlanta area is um there's a lot of like punk noise rock diy bands that sort of really sprouted up after the pandemic that have really for sure taken it upon themselves to develop like a whole community and as just artists we, you know jonathan and i've been together working on this project for like seven years and we've seen a lot of changes across the landscape of atlanta you know i've been lucky enough to just you know be like you know passerbys for that and get to see a lot of it develop but the community itself has changed in a lot of ways and become a lot more communal and a lot of that has to do with these kids that are just like 18 21 years yeah. old putting on these sold out shows and just really putting themselves on for um you know their community and and it's incredible music and it's just really developed in the last couple of years yeah. and um you know some of the bands mm -hmm. around here are like Big Yellow, um, Bummer Hill, uh, man, there's, oh, and, and speaking of Big Yellow, they've really helped us out with our music videos. Shout out to Nico and Chucho, um, who are just like kids who are so ambitious. I tell people that a lot of these kids got locked in their houses, uh, during the pandemic and decided they want to learn to play guitar. And, yeah. you know, by the time everything opened up again, you know, all they really knew how to play was punk rock, but it didn't matter because they were putting on shows and, and bringing their friends out. And it's the most like incredible environment that I've ever been to. Um, That's awesome. A local yeah. And it's nice to see, cause it hasn't always been like that around here. Yeah. yeah. We'll do, we'll do a section where we'll, you can like shout out homies. They'll, they'll definitely get on the playlist we yeah. sure for sure. Yeah. Um, so the first thing we like to do though, let's go and hop in this. Um, as we like to name your playlist, is there anything you want to name this bad boy? Oh, that's right. Um, how about uh, Jonathan? You got anything? You, uh... <laughs> anime. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, one of the, the anime credit core is is a thing we've been like kind of pushing because uh -huh. uh, we're tired of using genres. It's funny we were talking about like post hardcore, math core. Um, like a lot of that can mean a lot of different things these it's days. It's exhausting. Yeah. It is. And it's redundant. And I feel like nowadays it's nice to just find a term that someone can immediately associate yeah. with your music. And if it works, great. Um, and also, like, I'm heavily influenced by like a lot of, uh, I, I mean, as a Korean, little bit of Japanese in me too. Like, it's just like, it's like, that's the type of music that I grew up kind of like uh like growing up so like it does influence a lot of the stuff that you know we, we i mean uh, we all compose together and because we're all just fans of like you know similar things and um i, I don't know it's like a easier term for that uh factor but okay. i feel like jam playing it better than i can when yeah so yeah i mean it's it's essentially what he said anime credit core is you know something people can attach their mine too and and you know if it fits that bill great but at, at the very least maybe it got you to check it out so, i like yeah. it yeah that's that's actually a great name for a playlist too it's it's like 
probably yeah that's a good name for a playlist all right cool yeah uh, anyway so <clears throat> so you mentioned about uh being younger and stuff growing up on music and uh, the first couple of songs I like to put on here are basically music that um, maybe you were in- influenced by from like your parents or like before you could pick your own stuff, just something your parents showed you, something like that. Uh, do, do you want to share? It don't matter. So, you know, I remember some of the first music I ever owned was, um, you know, Zeppelin records and stuff like that. But um, my parents had put me on really young to miles davis kind of blue and it's like a really influential album for me mm-hmm. uh, just personally and and it's something i put on when i'm just sort of in that mood driving when it's raining stuff like when, when, you, when you feel like you need a musical hug yeah dude yeah and, and sometimes you need that more than often especially you know, oh yeah man but Believe uh, it or not, Miles Davis is not one we get ever. So that's no, awesome. No, that's I like great. That. We I love like that. when we get like yeah. different stuff or if we get certain artists and like you do deep cuts and stuff, like we love that. But yeah. by all means, you guys put whatever you want. But this yeah. is good. This is great. Um, for me, uh, actually, uh, music has not been like the big part of my life initially. Uh-huh. And it, it, uh, But when I was probably like around like uh, in the middle school era, era like um, – I, I listen to a lot of classical and jazz and uh, okay. I think uh, the and what started my guitar playing in general was Sonic Adventures and uh, on Dreamcast? Not, yeah. Well, oh my god. Yeah, so like uh, the reason why that I, I started that playing guitar in the first place was because of video games and then I, I was just like oh wow, I want to learn how to play that stuff and Guilty Gear and all that stuff and I was just like oh, that's so cool that like, you know, you can do rock guitar and then that got me into like the eighties rock era or whatever. And like yeah. I mean, writing guitar, did not know how to play in time by, by any means, but I was trying to learn how to like sweet pick and all that stuff. Like, uh, back when I was like in high school and middle school and all that stuff. And, do, you but, remember, uh, do you remember what theme song from any oh, theme oh, songs from the Sonic soundtrack? Actually, uh, what, from Sonic, uh, Sonic yeah. adventure Two, the, 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 the main, uh, it's actually a uh, city, city escape. Yeah, that was, oh, that was, yes. That was one of our first sort of like bonding moments was, yeah. was talking about that. And um, that for whatever reason, that song specifically also has like a place in my childhood yeah. with just visiting yeah. family and Dreamcast and, and going in and, and seeing people play it and it just sticking in your head for years. And then someone bringing it up, uh, just clicks in a weird way. And yeah. I remember specifically the moment Jonathan said that to me and us just bonding over that song. That was, that was like my initial thing, honestly, like yeah. to play guitar. And then I got, I got like guitar lessons for like literally a month and then I stopped doing it. And because my parents were poor and I was poor. Uh, but the, after mm-hmm. that, I like, I just got on internet and got on these forums and I just really learned about different genre of music. Uh, through those aspects and that was like the, that was kind of like a really fun uh, adventure for me and that's kind of like where we are right now <laughs> it was your own sonic adventure <laughs> yeah, my, my own sonic adventure yeah <laughs> i love i love that game i love that song i love everything sonic yeah uh so i put the escape from the city city escape on here yeah um, let's get some miles davis on here uh flamenco sketches Minko sketches and then 
did you want to put some oh that's got coal train on it too starting off strong yeah and cannonball Adderley. that's uh that's who stop drop rewind put on theirs yeah uh and then did you want to put some zeppelin on here yeah you could do um good times bad times all right we all need to go too heavy um that'll work that'll work but um i, I remember distinctly one of the first moments that that Jonathan and I had really like connected over music was talking about Incubus um, specifically. They are a enormous influence on me and hearing not just someone that liked them, but like understood what they meant to me as a songwriter and as a music listener um, was a huge deal. And that, and that's something, someone that we still talk about, you know, Incubus is is a great, they actually, um, apparently they just recorded, re-recorded morning view. Oh, oh nice. really? yeah, yeah and they're to gonna check that out. I don't know if they released it yet, <laughs> but they're they're gonna play yeah, they're gonna play Morning View in its entirety during the Hollywood Bowl. Yo, that's okay, crazy. that's Damn, very that's awesome. Yeah. I, I just saw them in May at that Sick New World Festival, and that was my second time to see them. They're I was gonna phenomenal. say phenomenal the other night when we talked about it, we talked about them with uh, trade secrets and uh I was going to say this the other night, but we were already talking about them too long, so I didn't. But um, from the 90s and, and having bands with, like, DJs in them, so, like, Linkin Park and, and like, uh, Slipknot and, of course, Incubus and Limp Bizkit, I, I feel like when it comes to, like, the DJ, I, I really liked how Incubus utilized their their DJ. Yeah. It wasn't, like, overbearing or anything like that. It was just, like, it was, like, perfect, like, the way they... It added in the, right. the DJ, the turntable well, and, 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 and they swapped too. I think there's a lot of controversy over like, you know, the funk stuff is better, whatever. I mean, music is music, however, subjectively. Yeah. But I think a big part of that transition that gets left out is this fact that they swapped who was in that DJ spot. I forget who the original person, but bringing in Chris Kilmore was one of the best decisions they ever made because that man mm-hmm. is incredible. Yeah, um, and adds a lot to their music, like you said. And it's not just like scratching on a turntable; it's another musical element to the band that yeah. adds depth and variety. And uh, and another band that I, I feel like that did it well with Deftones and also um, and, and Lincoln Park. Honestly, for me, yeah, uh, absolutely. They 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 do they have a very personal connection for me, like in yeah. the way that yeah, music. Uh, Augie can attest. I was. Dude, I was Incubus fanboy. I mean, yeah. I still am, but like, especially coming up, like that was my shit. Yeah. Them, like System, Deftones, like that's that's pretty much all I had on rotation. Yeah. Early on. <laughs> yeah, Adam was the he was big in Incubus. Yeah, I would I will fight I would fight you over Incubus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, we're all the same. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would not fight you. <laughs> and, uh... I, I got the opportunity to see them on a stage that we got to play on a few years back. That's um, awesome. Got a, cool. got Joe Warren. Um, but they, they played a mid, they, they were playing at shaky knees, which is a, a festival that goes on here in Atlanta. It has a, a lot of awesome bands. Um, but what they'll do that weekend is have late night shows and at a lot of the local venues around the city. Um, they'll have a lot of the bands from the, the festival come and play shows that started like midnight. So like last right. this past year, we went and saw the Mars Volta and it was one of the most. Oh, wow. Oh, that's movies. awesome. And oh, um, I love Mars Volta. And, and it, it was amazing. But this one specific year I got to see Incubus and it was this like 
really like full circle moment of just getting to see, you know, your idol of yeah. you know, the person who got you not just to like play music, but got you interested in music yeah. playing on that you got to play on. And it feels like, Oh, you know, in some ways this stuff is tangible. And yeah. um, it, it was really inspiring in that moment. And I wept like a baby. <laughs> yeah. We saw them. I, uh, I, we saw. Good imagine. Yeah, we saw them two a couple not two years ago. Sorry, we saw them a couple years ago. Me and Adam, we went to it was Deftones, and then Incubus was the headliner, yes. and uh, Brandon Boyd put on a two-hour fucking set, and oh. he sounded just as amazing when he first started as when his he sang his last fucking song. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just saw him four months ago, and he's I mean he's still just as good as ever. He's yeah, and by the way. Hmm? Gorgeous man, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. That, he's beautiful. Yeah. If I ever, <laughs> if and whenever I have a girlfriend, I'm always like, "That's your, that's your one pass. Like, if you're yeah. gonna screw me over, that's the one." And I that's wouldn't the be guy. mad. I won't be mad. I promise. <laughs> I feel like, like uh, maybe this is like a personal thing, but I feel like he who would never do anything like that to anybody. So it's just like, eh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah. Too, he's too much of a sweetheart, you know? Like exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's get uh, some incubus on here, man. Yeah. Oh shoot. You want to pick that one, Jonathan? Uh, uh, you can each do one. I mean, yeah. It doesn't have to just be one. Uh, 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 the first thing that gave me tranquility is probably "Echo" uh, by uh, by Incubus. That's a uh -huh. really calm song, but it's really nice and really just kind of like uh, when I went through hard hard days. That was like kind of one of the songs that was like really comforting for me. So yeah. Oh, the flip side of that, make yourself, was a big one for me. Yeah, nice bangers. Those are both great. Uh, and then he said Deftones. Oh, absolutely. Oh, Deftones. I don't even know which song I should pick for that one. <laughs> it's hard. Uh, yeah. If I want an aggressive one, because I'm Korean, I'll say Korea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Classic. <sounds> awesome. <laughs> yeah. But this is not because I'm creating, because it's just like, it's actually like, I love that chord progression and it's like aggressive and it's right in your face. And I don't know. And that one and like Bloody Cape probably is probably like my favorite one. Yeah. Like, Bloody Cape I, is amazing. I love, I love like dark kind of sounding stuff. So like, um, if you ever hear like anything super dark and uh, cascading and stuff, it's, it's definitely influenced by some of those dark elements and like depth tones uh, from the past. So. Like, I got you, but also yeah. the more melodic elements, like Cherry Waves, is one that oh. that always has really hit for me. Uh -huh. Sort of dissonant, like you know, there there's some really special that they've done that I, you know, I it's almost like a meme in a way. But I don't think I still don't think they get enough credit for the influence that 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 band has on yeah. on modern sort of post hardcore yeah. metalcore, and um, you know, especially sure. with the new new metal revival that's been oh, going. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, I, th I think they deserve all the credit in the world. And they're still, they're still cranking out. Like that has been the most consistent band. Exactly. Sure. They still ever. crank out music. Yeah. And like good music, not just like shit. Like they're, they're cranking out decent fucking albums, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's really good shit. Mm -hmm. I think people just try to oversimplify what they do and don't give them their propers. Like they have a lot of shit going on in their music. Mm -hmm. um, and it's never the same album. Like, they're constantly like evolving, but they're still like, it's like, okay, this is still Deftones, but yeah. it's not just, it's not, you know, adrenaline over yeah. and over and over again. It's, it's yeah. like, it, it's, it's, it progresses. And I love that. 
Yeah, they're they're amazing. Uh, next up, we got Lincoln Park. Oh, Lincoln Park. Oh shoot, uh, forgotten for me. I really like that song. It's a uh, it's actually from an AMV that I, I first saw when I was like in middle school. Uh, Dude, was, you know what? Everybody can talk shit they want. I fucking love a good AMV, all right? Um, um, that was that was from uh, like a uh, like uh, something from Kazaa or like a LimeWire kind of situation. Yeah, that was one of the first things we wanted to do when we started. I love a good fucking AMV, bro. Yeah, we started reaching out to artists through Fiverr to um, commission some AMVs, and it's something we'll be you know releasing to promote uh one of the one of the next singles but uh once you see your music actually attached to these like uh you know images that you grew up with it like pulls this certain string and and just really you know got me sort of emotional and and you know reinforces the the anime credit core tagline yeah it really means a lot in our uh upbringing and and you know you talk about musical influences those things can you know surpass just bands you know what oh, i yeah. mean yeah pop is a huge influence for us in general as a medium and the you know tank the opening of that song is something that is a you know people will come to eventually find out is, is a huge influence on on our sound yeah a, a song specifically and and you know it's nice to be able to take influence and uh you know, be able to color your, your work with a variety of mediums besides just, you know, uh, one, one, one dimensional sort of just one specific band or anything like that. It's a variety of things. You know, I mean, you can have food inspire your art if you want, you yeah. know, it's, like, it's all creative. Um, the last one I got wrote down, I put tank on there too, by the way, but the last one I have wrote down is, uh, the Mars Volta. And then I got a, another good oh. question for you guys. So. Uh, um, well, Mars Volta is a band that definitely um, inspired me to kind of take it seriously, I guess. Um, and uh, because they take a take a certain type of role in in, in the sense of like unconventional way of yeah. making uh, making conventional music almost. It's like it's like hey, like we can make this pop. Bro, yeah, we we've talked about this a lot and how they're like the the Laos in the Comatorium came out in like two thousand three. My life. And yeah. bands are like just now catching up to that fucking sound. Like uh-huh. Um the the influence that bands like the Mars Volta and specifically at the drive in had. Yeah. On on modern day bands, you know, it's it it you yeah. see a lot in the like Swan Corps crowd is yes. that like oh god omar just had so much of an influence and mm-hmm. you know uh, for me like the laos was the album that actually changed my life and, it is uh, just a classic fucking album and um and it made me really like wanted to get dive into the craft of like uh making composing music and actually mm-hmm. like really diving into the culture of it and actually really like like getting the integrity of of how what is supposed to sound in that moment or whatever, but yeah. I, I'm subjective. But it's just just for me personally as an artist, that's something that really changed how I viewed stuff. Um, yeah. as, as opposed to just playing guitar, you know, yeah, you know, just being like, hey, like I play guitar or whatever and all this stuff. 
it's more like something that I feel like that is a huge entity of my, like the way that I want to approach music is like, Hey, this is a whole big, big picture that's outside of me. And I want to create that as much as possible. And I think yeah. that's an inspiration. Um, and I credit them wholeheartedly. I remember back in September, it was the first date of their like reunion tour they had mm-hmm. in Atlanta and Jonathan and I got the opportunity to go. And I just remember very specifically, we were at the very top. I don't think there was anyone behind us, yeah. you know, in, in that, in the tabernacle. And it was just, it was so beautiful. And we were hold we were holding each other and crying <laughs> up there. This, it was, it was a really magical moment yeah. to go and see yeah. them play live and absolutely kill it. And wow, just, like, Oh, like, they're incredible. They were just the talent of those those musicians, man. I mean, how are you in not one but two of the most influential bands yeah, in the post hardcore fucking genre? Like literally, yeah. two of the most influential fucking bands of the genre. Yeah, nope. yeah, it's so <laughs> at insane. At the drive-in, you know, in my opinion, is probably one of the most you know impactful bands on Cascadent. You know, not yeah. even just in terms of in a you know we may talk about it but especially with some of this more recent material we've put together relationship of command is a huge huge influence but even in live performance that's a band yep. we really look towards and that's uh, that's what i was gonna say is like i feel like the you know kineticism yeah i feel like at the drive-in is like that was like how you're supposed to put on a show. Like that's like how you're supposed to put on a live performance. And then the Mars Volta is how you're supposed to play your fucking instruments. Like, oh, that's, that is a, oh, that's, that's a great <laughs> You're speaking to our language. Right yeah. Now. Yeah. At the drive-in was some that. of the most insane fucking shows. It was so nuts. But to your point, how about you pick a Mars Volta song? I'll pick an at the drive-in song. That'll work. Right. Um, uh, uh, shoot. Uh, you know what? Because I feel like it is important to them. Uh, this kind of tribute to them. Televators. Um, and Televators? Yeah. I'll do Pattern Against User. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> nice. Listen up, all you VIP peers. VIP players. Goddamn Patreon now. Skin <laughs> <laughs> so aggressive. I did. We have a Patreon now. Yeah, motherfuckers. <laughs> and a Discord. Yeah. And a YouTube. Discord. Come but join But no it. webcams yet. No webcams. You can't see our beautiful face. Not yet. Yeah. Shout out to Enormous Adam on Discord. Hit him up if you need a Discord. He did a great job on ours. It looks cool. But guess what? You won't know how it looks unless you join that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> If you would, please join our Discord and our Patreon. It would be really cool of you. We would love you forever. We'd still love you forever, even if you don't. Yeah. But if you join the Patreon, you're going to get stickers. stickers. You get to dehumanize me. Yes. You want to know what that means? Go look go at the Patreon. Patreon. Yeah. 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 And that's it. That's and it. subscribe to our fucking YouTube channel. Yeah. Comment. Thank you. Review. Subscribe. We yeah, love you more. all that stuff. Do everything that you do for all the people that you love on YouTube. Do it for us too. Yeah. Thanks. We love you. So I don't, I don't know if uh, we can name this playlist "Anime Credit Core" without putting some of y'all's favorite anime openers on there. I already put Tank on there. Uh, and. So and and credit core in a lot of ways doesn't necessarily just okay end right so like yeah 
yeah. so a, a, a big, you know, series we've always talked about and has influenced us is, is Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um, nice. There's, there's a song in one of their films called Calm Susser Todd. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. That that's is, great. that's great. Great track. It is, yeah, it hits you in a lot of ways. It's almost like, hey, Jude, but the world is ending and yeah. uh, you still feel okay about it. Uh, it's like the juxtaposition of like the uh, situation. Which is how I always feel, you know? It's it's weird. It's it's how everyone feels. It's, yeah. it's a world yeah. we live in. But um, yeah, that's that's a really big one for me. Uh, for me, I, I, I'm not very like a... Uh, he he he's more uh i guess in the lyric and the uh, atmosphere i'm more of like the instrumentation so there's a band called Nintoshi Toshida that i i really do like and they have done a lot of anime you are going I, to have to spell that for me <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh, it's, it's it's a little hard uh but they but uh they're like a really big band in it, japan yeah they do uh uh the opening for Tokyo Ghoul so it's oh, LIN God. Yes. Okay. Oh, incredible stuff. And a lot of other. Uh, uh, yeah, it's TK. Uh, his name is TK. TK. It's yeah. Called, it's called Ling Toshide Shigure. It's, it's I, yeah, I got you now. I got you now. I know who that is because that, that Unravel is like Unravel is like one of the top fuckings. That song is so goddamn good. So good. Yeah, and 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 you know, it's it's. Stuff like that that has taken a, a big influence and impact on a lot of the music we've written yeah. recently where, um, you know, you want to have something melodic, but you also want something to hit really hard. And mm-hmm. one of the things we've really um, harp, you know, harped on over the last few years, because we've been developing, you know, these two EPs for the better part of the last four or five years, mm-hmm. um, is having that that energy that that impact that punch and you know it's it's crazy when you think about it you know how how many of these openings and closing credit things just seem to get that right with the energy and it's it's something towards and uh you know have really taken as an influence in our songwriting and that's that's why it doesn't transcend just from the music itself. It's a, it's kind of like how you feel about the music, not so much about like all the specific little details or whatever necessarily. You know, the sum of its parts. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's something that uh, that we we definitely take importance of. It's kind of like you know, I I want people to enjoy the music, not just be like, oh, that's that part is mathy necessarily or yeah. whatever. I feel like uh, the like especially specifically with with Unravel, he he like nailed the entire emotion of like the whole fucking anime in in Tokyo Ghoul. Like he was just like, "What's this anime about?" And they told him, and he was like, "I got you, bros." Like he (laughs) did such a good fucking job on that song, like vocal wise, like music, like everything. Like he can just I don't know. He he nailed that fucking song so good. Like Uh, amazing composer for sure. You can take the recommendation with that one. Uh, what, what, what do you mean? Or, yeah, I know you like, mentioned that band. Is there another song from... from... Uh, um, I guess uh, the first song that I've heard from that band was called uh, J-Pop X-File. And uh, also, uh, I also like Telecaster Fake Show or whatever. They have some uh, Japanese people. They always have like, you know, weird titles on their 
on the thing because it's just like it's very like personal to their like language but like mm -hmm. it's kind of like english that is different in their in in their language you know like um it's, it, i feel like that's like a really cool unique thing that kind of translates the music because it take uh they will take like certain American or like Westernized music and they'll take it in a different direction, but mm -hmm. it's familiar yet. It's unfamiliar because of the fact that they have such a different, uh, uh, different culture uh, yeah. behind it. And I think that's something that I, uh, you know, as a Korean, uh, Korean and a little bit Japanese uh, American, like I, I, I do think that it's really interesting to see that like that comes around full circle in that way. So yeah, it's really cool. for sure. Is there any um, anime y'all can recommend for us? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, uh, Future Diary. Future okay. Diaries, okay. Future Diaries is amazing. Um, it's there's a lot of like, like I like I like stuff that kind of makes you think about something. It's it's a little gory, but you know it's like not all about that. So mm -hmm. one of my favorite anime that um, I feel like just doesn't get enough credit that Jonathan showed me a few years back when we were living together. Um, is Beck or Mongolian oh, Chop oh, yeah, Squad yeah, yeah, yeah. in 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 the right. U.S. for obvious reasons, but um, that it's it's an anime about a band in Japan that is coming together and it, it came to, I they I want to say it came out in two thousand four, um, and it's just a really incredible sort of uh, explanation of what it's just like to be in a young band and working together and have egos clashing and things like that and complications and just being a young person and it, it's really incredible and i feel like it doesn't get recognized as much yeah. as it should. but a recognized one fully cooly oh um, my god i love fully cool. i actually have uh the fully cooly uh, album by the pillows on vinyl please put something from that on on this playlist because that yeah. is an incredible record yeah I love, I love um that. specifically where is it here right like right on shooting star probably no, I mean, that's like their most famous one yeah for sure um yeah just oh goodness the the music of that of that series just really kind of takes you to a different place and shows how much you know, it can elevate a medium and when it comes for together, sure. it's not just sort of there to, a, you know, be part of the scene. It's, yeah. you know, it's, it's its own thing, but when they mesh together, it, it the synergy is just, you know. Uh, if you haven't noticed uh, by now, uh, um, Sam has been uh, part of like a lot of like, uh, he, he loves movie production and he loves film and just uh, uh, he's like a, yeah, he's a dude with like a lot of hats. I'm not trying to like gas him up too much, but you know, this is the first time called me Sam before. I know that's weird. Um, <laughs> like, uh, to give you a little backstory, uh, my my name is John Samuel. When I came into the band, I I had a musical background, and I'd always gone by one of those two names. My name is John Samuel Meekum, um, but I've, I'd always gone by John or Sam. I joined this band, and there was already a John and a Sam in the band. And I didn't Damn. know what to do. It was it was a very complicated scenario. Um, so since then, about seven years ago, the band and like eighty percent of the people I've met since then call me Jam, and oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. it's endearing. People remember it. It's 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 a nice name 
it started getting weird when people started calling me that at work and in, you know, other public situations where I'm not playing music, but it's, it, that might've been the first time you've ever called me that. And I've known you. That's a, that's a great nickname. I, 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 I don't call him by Sam at all. Like, yeah, that's uh, fucking hilarious. So there's, there's, speaking there's, of, oh, sorry, speaking there's... of nicknames, um, you guys mentioned you've been working on this for like seven years. How'd you guys all meet? Oh, so, um, uh, I guess I, I kind of started this band with like a couple other people. Um, uh, um, there's actually, which is funny because the, our drummer, his name is Sam. Um, and that's and I'm Jonathan, so that's why it's like there's John and there's Jonah. There's and, John, there's Sam, and there's John Samuel. You know all that. You know, so it's not that's why we're just like jam. <laughs> yeah. like, back in uh, back in what 2016. 2016. Yes. Jonathan and uh, our drummer Sam had started putting putting some songs together and had met our guitar player Jonah Volk, uh, and. Uh, you know, started putting the skeletons together of a lot of the music that we had put out up to this point. Um, and it was, you know, really great compositions. And I remember, you know, I, I had been a singer songwriter for a long time and had gone through the rigmarole of promotion and working in bands and, you know, in, in fighting and just things yeah. not working out and yeah. had quit for a long time and to, John's point uh, yeah. had gone to a uh, uh, film school and, and gotten out of that stuff and was out of it for a long time. And then met him at our party uh, what, I, at, at our friend yeah. Moose, Moose Moda's house. No, uh, it was a uh, Corey and uh, yeah, Moose Moda. Oh, okay. Gotcha. And, I, uh, sorry. I didn't know that Moose house was. And, uh, you know, had bonded over just sort of commiserating over musical endeavors and everything. And um, a couple a couple weeks later, uh, Jonathan had put out a post about them looking for a bassist. And uh, I reached out and we got together. And at that time, um, you know, we're, we, I think we were just sort of piecing things together and getting to know each other. But it was... Uh, I remember we were practicing in just a a storage unit and it was like 90 degrees and, and we were really all sweating hot. and yeah, it was, it was ridiculous, but um, it really got me to rekindle my musical nature and um, appreciate just sort of being around a group of people that challenged me and seeing the songwriting that you and, and everyone had put together really sort of inspired me to, to pick it back up and, and, you know, it's something I'm always thankful for. So, and uh, I, I honestly, I could say the other way, like I'm, I'm very thankful for that. Uh, Jam has been so like he's been working so hard just to, you know, they're like making sure that we're all taken care of in different ways. And then, I don't know, like um, he's like the mom not, of the group. Huh? I'm, I'm less of the mom of the group, more of the like. Uh, uh, Phil Jackson of the or no, what's um, the the coach of the Lakers? I'm like the Scottie Pippen. Uh, I guess I had him yeah. playing all right. I don't. I think uh, I'm the facilitator. Uh, you know, I, someone's got to keep these guys in line. And uh, I got you. It's it's really cool getting to see, you know, 
Jonathan's developed over the years as a songwriter in a lot of the ways. We, we lived together for a period of time over the pandemic. And I remember specifically, um, you know, we, we had been working on this EP. We were, you know, had together and things were just moving slow. And uh, it's probably been about four or five years now since we started it. And everything had shut down in 2020. Uh, Jonathan had gotten laid off from his job and was just sort of didn't have anything else to do and started locking himself in his room and had gotten guitar pro, which is a, a guitar programming uh, guitar software. Programming. I just, yeah. literally just posed a bunch of, I literally like that year, I just kind of composed like not just for cascade and stuff, but like, just like whatever that I wanted to write, whatever, uh -huh. Not guitar is piano music or or whatever it is I, I you know i'm hugely influenced by video game music so like i love uh uh composition stuff so like i just started writing a bunch of different stuff over over that time period and i think that's when we started like honing in on like the few songs that like that could work for this album and or this ep it, it was really uh, astounding to see because he would show up almost like every night with a, a you know his laptop and say hey i want you to check out this new song i'm working on and i'll be like hey is that the one from yesterday and he said he'd say no it's the one from this morning and would just keep you know i would stay up literally all night like, it, it, it was yeah. incredible and we ended up you know like to, to his point uh choosing a lot of our favorites from that period and and a lot of those ended up manifesting into this record and and just meant a lot to us in that time because it really showed the growth um in songwriting and uh you know the jump from the music we had created together at the point that we all came together um to where we are now which i think we feel is a you know real manifestation of what we set out to do in the first place yeah i got you um Looking at your your Spotify, y'all haven't released a song since like 2019, right? That's correct. Yeah, yes, that yeah. is very correct. Yes. Yeah, and y'all have uh, some new shit coming up, right? Yeah, yeah. So, it, and yeah. it's been a process. You know, a lot of our journey as songwriters and musicians is a c consistent lesson in patience. Um, yeah. It took us. You know, it took us a long time just to get to that point of having those songs released. Um, we went through three vocalists. Uh, oh, damn. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the, it's, the DGD it's... comparisons never end. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, once you get compared to them once, that's it. You're done. <laughs> well, <it's>, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is okay. Like, I don't really, I don't really care too much about it. It's more about like. Like it is a it's a long journey, and you know we we've gone through a lot in in those time uh, time period too. So it's like, you know, I don't I don't I love the fact that our story is is the way that it is, and I I have no no shame honestly. I think this is like the coolest part of our journey, just to kind of like really go at our own pace and really like develop the music that we really wanted to do in the first place. And I think that's that's a wonderful thing. And that people have been so supportive about it, and I, I, am so much more grateful for that part. Well, mm -hmm. and we were we were talking about it earlier, and 
you know, it, look, if, if I could put out a song every month and record it and write it and record it, I, I would. And, you know, I respect people who have that efficient ability and it's just not the way that it worked out with us. And the way we were talking about it, though, is the way that each section of this album, whether it's songwriting, specific recording, overdubbing, re-recording, is in a lot of ways an in intensive process. It allows you to detach from other parts of the music. Um, we were talking about a lot of these songs we've been developing since the pandemic, pre-pandemic. That's multiple years. We have um, only just now heard full band recordings of those songs in the last yeah. like yeah. or so. There's a few uh, that were just like, uh, like I, I would we were come back into like the guitar editing or something, and we'll just be like, wow, never heard of it with drums. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of crazy to us, even if we've played it live for years, you know, just to hear it in actual recording, it's so fresh to us in certain ways, too. One, yeah. of, the, one of the interesting aspects about this recording process, and, and it taking so long, is the fact that we, we got to work with three really impactful engineer producers here in this Atlanta community. Um, and normally, I feel like that would sort of be a recipe for disaster like two, right. two cooks in a kitchen sort of thing yeah but people came in and out at the right time and were willing to let go and and be open uh with this product and with us in a way that it just worked out and and you know shout out aaron pace and Corey batista and greg hindler for you know being able to take care of us and help guide us because you know, Aaron was someone that we'd worked with for all of our recordings up to this point and had a really big impact on not just the recording aspect, but the songwriting. And he's worked on a lot of like awesome bands too. What was, so, was, yeah. you know, really impactful in, you know, Lesser, like yeah, early yeah. Le left to suffer um, and just really had a large impact on us, you know, as as an engineer and just a, a producer and right. when we came into this process we had this idea to not only work with him but to tag team with Corey batista who produced the callous dowboys records singer yeah. challenger deep is an incredible producer in the post-hardcore um, also makes our standards absolutely uh, and is, is yeah. just keeps doing more and and it's someone we really wanted to bring into the fold and the way it just ended up working out Aaron was very open about the fact like hey you need to go work with this person and let them sort of help you grow and we you know were a little hesitant I think at the time to maybe let go of that relationship sure. but it ended yeah. up being beneficial because Corey helped develop this record in a way that I you know I don't think we could have done on our own and um, we, we came into this and uh, had done a lot of our, you know, recording in-house with, with David Braden and, um, you know, had, had done a, a lot of our recording. So guitar-wise. Guitar-wise and um, got to a point where we just needed to sort of recalibrate because things just take a long time. And it got yeah. linked up with Greg Hendler, who's a, another, you know, producer here in Atlanta who really helped us sort of 
clean up our act in yeah. terms of organization and recording. Yeah. And, you know, I really yeah. attribute the the ability of us to finish these songs in a timely manner to him. And he's an incredible producer and, and guitar player. Yeah. You know, he, I mean, honestly, some, some, some guitar parts, I, I would even say he's better than me sometimes. Like I just, <laughs> I just, I just love the fact that I get to, uh, for me as like a guitar player and a musician, I get to work with so many talented people like, like Greg and, and just like kind of immerse like their, their world into mine. And I feel like, you know, this day and age is kind of great to kind of incorporate, you know, all the beautiful skills that everybody has, you know? Yeah. And like, I think that's like something that I philosophically, I think is amazing to me. I, I have no ego when it comes to all that stuff, because it's just like, you know, the, the music speaks for itself, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, what, what can you tell us about the EP? What's the, like, when is it coming out? So we're, we're hoping to have this out some, somewhere around October ish. Um, okay. we don't have a set for it yet. And what about uh, singles? Yeah, so the, the first single we have coming out is Watch the Tale. It's got Soup from Seder uh, featured on it, and it's it's a very much a uh, proclamation of where we are now as a band. It was the first song we wrote for this process, and it comes out August 15th. Um, was that the that was the video y'all sent us? Correct. Awesome. Okay. It's it's banger. So Thank <laughs> you. Yeah, dude. That's on Yeah, great. I loved it. Um and the second single we have is a song called Sunset in a Sense, which is um, a little bit of a left turn from that where, you know, a big direction we wanted to go with this new record was more energized, more aggressive. Um, you hear screaming, like I started screaming on, on our new material. Hmm. A lot of that has to do with, you know. This this was actually the first record that like I, I wanted uh, Jam to be like as, like as a vocalist. And I think that's really something special that happened. Like, you know, it was kind of like a fun, like, actually it was um, at the house that we were living in together. We were yeah. just like, hey, did you just want to like start singing and screaming for the band? And and then like, you know, he, he essentially became the vocalist, uh, one of the vocalists for the project. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, got more immersed with the whole process. Yeah. At, musically. And I think that's... Yeah, I mean it was a really nice layer that added to that that song that we were able to hear. I mean, it was it was super dope. Yeah, that song will actually be out before this episode airs. I think this is slated to come out the twenty fourth. So we'll Wonderful. we'll open the episode with that. That way, people can kind of hear it and hear us talk about it. And then it'll also be the first song on this playlist. So thank you so much. I'll make sure to add that on there. So mm -hmm. and uh, what what was the name of it again? Watch the tail. Watch the tail. Yeah, watch yeah. The, yeah. I'll send you a free link for it and, and yeah. stuff. Out. It's got a great uh, little cool little music video with it and everything. So, oh, thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, shout yeah out man. You show. I shout out um, Big Yellow and uh, Chicho and yeah, those, those guys are incredible because they're you know right around the age of 18, 21, Damn. and incredible vision for cinematography and editing. And I just we we couldn't have done. Uh, both of these videos for watch the tale sunset in a sense also has a video which is more of a concept yeah uh, really excited about uh both of them really contributed to that process also uh valeria nico's sister um really you know the whole team of of just seeing 
kids that ambitious and not only just having the vision for something, but the ability to, you know, put the boots on the ground and make yeah. it happen. Shit, I know really- I wasn't doing a goddamn thing at that age. Oh, hi. Same <laughs> <laughs> here. I was wasting my time, man. <clears throat> yeah, I'm getting drunk in a field somewhere. Oh, I was just <laughs> Yeah. That's I, what's I, up, man. More that, That's badass. Now, honestly, like, it, it was very inspiring for me. Like, and it made, uh, made me really happy that, like, you know, there are people who are always passionate about the craft, uh, no matter what yeah. age they are, they're growing up. And then, like, you know, they're, they're to me they're prodigies. They're they're so amazing what they do. They they know that they have a system, and the fact that they're so organized and all that stuff. I think that was really like a huge like realization that like you know, I I, I think that we can we can really trust ourselves with them. And I think that was like a really beautiful relationship that we developed with them. And I I I'm so grateful for them. Yeah, like, for sure. So we talked about some of your early memories of music. Um, what was some stuff that you guys on your own, as you kind of were growing up and getting a little older, maybe that. Yeah. Maybe really, more really... in the like a uh, post word course, since we already have like Deftones and Lincoln Park and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So maybe like, I don't know if that was high school or, you know, whatever age that was, but some other stuff that you guys just really resonated with you. And, you know, maybe you sought out on your own. I, I remember being in high school and getting exposed to bands like, Amorosa, Dance Gavin Dance. Um, a big one for me was Circa Survive. And okay. uh, the, those bands had had came into sort of my radar. And um, at a certain point, I, you know, went off and did other things and, and just sort of disappeared from, from that, that scene and um, that musical taste. And I remember meeting Jonathan and sort of getting reintroduced to it and, and having someone be like, oh, you you know what this is you yeah okay so yeah. there was that connection there like and survive and it was a huge one for us you know uh mm-hmm. anything anthony green has worked on honestly is has had an impact on us but circo was yeah. another huge. legend yeah i had tickets to that last tour that finally got canceled <laughs> it got pushed back like 20 times the endless oh, yeah. blue sky noise tour <laughs> no the the blue the blue uh blue sky noise yeah yeah, and then it got canceled, but because they broke up, so I probably, <laughs> yeah. Bands like that, um, you know, uh, for me, like uh, I, I'm a huge fan of Paul Troy. So, oh like, yeah, me too. Uh, so, like, uh, that's a uh, that's something that was in my high school time period that it was just like I was like, this guy go crazy on live, you know, like, and I just wanted, yeah. to, like, it's like as much as he's doing technical stuff, he's just rocking out like throwing his guitar around and all that stuff and i was just like it was like you know the 80s stuff that i liked you know when i was like first started playing guitar too so i was just like oh wow you can do this in this kind of genre and just the mish you know mixed match of like the actual genre like was like yeah. so sweet and yeah. and as much as we were talking about at the drive-in earlier you know uh fall of troy is very much a, a proto modern yes yeah proto swan core act where you know they really influenced a whole generation of musicians and and you know definitely deserve their flowers and you know it's something that surprised me about thomas Irak is uh one of his favorite bands and somebody asked him uh i I think i was watching like a live stream or something and and the band that like inspired and influenced him the most you know it is 
Never fucking guess it. You'll never guess it. <laughs> Nirvana? Nope. Oh, uh, Casey and the Sunshine Weezer. Band. Weezer. The early November. Oh. oh. Yeah. I was like, what? But that apparently, he's like a diehard early okay. November fan. Huh. Yeah. It was like, he said it was like something his sister showed him or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. That's crazy to me because like the way that he plays guitar and the, he's a drummer too. So like, yeah. he's He's a multi instrumentalist, and like the fact that 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 style of music was, uh, I mean, which is kind of cool because it's like you know, like the music that you listen to, you never know the influences that goes behind it, really. Yeah. So, so it's kind of funny that that. Yeah, the early that, November, man. Who would have fucking guessed? Yeah. Who <laughs> guessed. <laughs> uh, Hail the Sun is another big one for us. Oh yeah. That that yeah. songwriting and uh, love those guys. To play with them a few years ago and the impact they've had on the scene is is really incredible because they're still mm-hmm. putting up putting other yeah. bands on and mm-hmm. yeah that, that was a really big one for us we had yeah. a, we had sergio a, just he does not rest oh, sergio, sergio just works constantly one of the most wonderful people uh, i've ever met um uh we uh we had the privilege to uh play with uh royal coda and I love them uh what's uh what else? What other band? Oh, it's the uh, Strawberry Girls, and we also play with. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm like I, no, not Hilda. Uh, but Andrew's band, Idola, Idola, yeah. yeah. Oh, Idola, yeah. yeah that's, okay. that's how we met Sergio, and and just talking about someone who's just very like humble and and you know. Uh, and Macari, shout out Macari. Oh, absolutely, and, and Macari, Isaac. Um, yeah. yeah. Macari. We, we we got to meet Andy when he was still playing with a uh, Wander and before in he was some shack coming Georgia and um he know. was like probably one of the sweetest dudes we've ever inter- interviewed. Oh, yeah, so super fucking nice. nice. It's one of the most incredible vocalists I yeah. think her. You know, like it's the he is the most versatile vocalist I've ever heard because he's. he's like, He's like a proggy like vocalist. <laughs> yeah, but he has like the the ability to adapt to the music. So Absolutely. the vocals Absolutely. the vocals you get from him are never the same. Like when he joins a new project, they're never the same vocals. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah, but yeah. it's always powerful and incredible. Yeah. And it's great streamer, great uh, singer. Uh-huh. And and speaking of what uh, Jonathan was saying earlier, learning how to scream, one of the vocal cues i'd taken was a video that he had put together so shout out andy to that because you know that that was a big growing point for me in learning how to develop that and not hurt my own voice yeah uh, videos from him mary zimmer's screamer series yeah uh-huh. oh it, it, it she's a legend it really, too it really changed oh, yeah, you know how, how i not just approach screaming but singing in general and taking care of my voice and um Really made a huge difference for me. Yeah, you know, you want to hear a funny story? Um, actually, this is like a, a new a new jam too. Uh, my my girlfriend when uh, she was uh, doing her work uh, trip for her video game company, uh, a fifth one autopsy, the vocalist. Uh, uh, you know, they got the whole VIP thing, and actually, she actually met her. Didn't know who she was, and uh, the, uh, she was telling me about it. I was like, "Oh my god, you met her!" And really. <laughs> I started like fanboying and everything, and she was like, "Oh, like is she like that important or whatever?" And then she's like, "She's literally like 
like the godmother of fucking metal screaming yeah. and, and whatnot. And then I was just, I was just like, I was so happy that she, she met and, and it's kind of cool. Like she didn't know who she was, but like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, man. That's like, awesome. Go, go go ahead and drop that uh, that company. Yeah, go ahead and drop that game name and everything like that oh, and what oh, she's yeah. doing because that's that's badass, man. So yeah. my girlfriend uh, Bianca, Bianca, uh, uh, she works in a company called Crystalla, uh, which uh, well actually uh, the company is called Astro uh, Clock Tower Studios, but uh, they're working on a game called Crystalla, and basically it's like uh, has like a Dark Soul feel, but they they have uh, actually. Uh, collabed with a bunch of really awesome uh, vocalists uh, from different bands, uh, uh, but that, uh, but like uh, if you, if you go to their actual website, you'll see the uh, people that they collab with, and yeah, you got like, like what Will Ramos, Will Ramos, David, and then, uh, David Benitez, yes, yeah, and this is like you know people that you probably hear in like the deathcore scene and all that yeah. stuff, um, but uh, like. They they also like do a lot of really good work. They have a huge team, and people think that you know because you have a huge team, they have a lot of money. It's not that they just really work hard all together mm-hmm. to get uh to get to what they were. And honestly, it's it's been years and years of building, and they work really hard on uh, on their stuff. And uh, uh, they're they're a bunch of talented people, and it's like you know Dark Souls with cats, you know, which is like I love and metal. And metal, so like you know, it's all the it's all the it's all the fun stuff of the internet, but it's 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 also like just really like a uh, good good artwork, and they all really really care about the craft, and it's really cool to to see that like you know my uh, my girlfriend's world and my world are kind of like in a weird way not colliding, but it's also like perpendicular in a weird way. I I don't know how to explain it, but yeah. it's really it's really cool that 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 aspect is there for her and she gets to like she uh, she saw a casey stream for the first time in new jersey and she got beaten up and all this stuff because <laughs> she, she, cause she was she was near the pit she did not know who the hell a casey stream was and, oh, and, God, uh, dude. Uh, and then she was trying to protect people and then what no. you, no, you you guys know who they are so it's like, yeah you oh, go to a show like that you I mean, you gotta you look out for people if they fall down but like you gotta yeah. keep your head on a swivel and look out for yourself but uh but but that girl held, held it together though like i'm not gonna lie she was trying to protect like uh people that, that was around her because like That's she's nice dude i mean and also i brought her to a lot of metal shows and all that stuff so like it was kind of like kind of cool that like she tried to do that for other people yeah but, for sure but like, shout I, out Bianca. Shout out Bianca Rivera all the way. Like, yeah, that like, game looks badass. Dude. I just found the trailer for it on YouTube. It looks sick as oh, shit. Oh, thank you Thanks. so much. Yeah, 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 dude, that's awesome. Thank, thank you for checking it out. Really, yeah, much. man. Shoot it over to me. I'll give when you get a chance. I'll check. Yeah, it out. Yeah, well, yeah, it looks dope, dude. I'll pre-order the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, um, I I really I really enjoy the fact that she's doing uh, her craft and. You know, both of us are in that creative aspect, and she yeah. she has a lot of that company too. Like, so it's really cool to see that, like, you know how much, uh, you know, we're both trying to develop ourselves as people, and I think that's like something that we have to grow to become better at, and all yeah. that stuff. And I think that's something that's like, you know, that's part of self actualization, and you know, we just know what we like to do for each company or what we do in our personal lives, and. I think that's something that me and Jam sometimes we we have to kind of do and 
I, I guess being in a band too. So it's, it's really yeah. cool to see the development of everything. Sure. Uh, we got a bit of a list going. Let's get some of these bands on here. Let's start with uh, Amorosa. <laughs> oh, Amorosa. Uh, heads or Tails, Real or Not. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, that's such a good one. I haven't really listened to too much Amorosa on my end, so. Oh, man, they're good. And then uh, we always like to ask this one when it gets brought up because it gets brought up a lot. But what era of dance, Kevin Dance? Uh, uh, well, for me, like, uh, I'm from MySpace Day, so the first album, uh, Downtown Bad Enough. Yes. There you <laughs> so, go. Yeah, so, love that one. I mean, I was like R&B and uh, metal. Sign me in. <laughs> like, yeah, uh-huh. for sure. Sign me up, dog. That's it. Yeah. Uh, I love. I love like anything that's like has soul in it. Yeah. I think like um, uh, growing up into like as a Korean person, we we love you know obviously K-pop has a lot of like R&B, hip hop influences and stuff uh-huh. like that. So like having that, that was a huge thing growing up too. So like anything soulful is a-okay with me you know? yeah uh what song from them oh oh shoot uh open uh open, open your eyes and look north yeah yeah, yeah. that song yeah. is really for me yeah that one's I, really pretty in the beginning yeah i really love like i i, I like pretty stuff so like you know that if you uh, if you ever hear like the stuff that i kind of compose on my own mm-hmm. I so, love, like really piano very pretty sounding stuff so yeah nice uh we got circus survive next oh we uh, how about get out for me <laughs> yeah that's yeah. something insane get out for you um house of leaves for me nice yeah. I, don't know that. We, I don't think we get either one of those very much we so don't that's, not that's, at all that's good. Yeah. uh do you like frozen creep yeah yeah, that's that's a that's a really good one because it's um uh shout out to nova mora uh for covering them at live shows they're like our homies um yeah. they're like a young uh new band but we really we really love those guys and they co- uh, covered that song uh the follow troy oh shoot uh, that's that's a hard one for me because i really like a lot of their older stuff um uh, um if, if I had to pick one song that got me to it, I just got to Symphony going was the first one that was like, like I was like, okay, well, this is why I should get into this band. So yeah. Uh, Hell the Sun? Oh, Split Dow. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 That, that one, yeah. That's, that's a, that's a very iconic song for them. I feel like they're like, you know, like if you, if you heard that song, you knew it's Hell the Sun. Yeah, for sure. Their mental knife album was a big influence for me. Um, Strangers in Our Pictures was a was a. Oh, I love that song. That it's, song it's a great weird. melodic it's a great song. song. Yeah. It's it's very well put together. It's so beautiful, like the, the guitar tones and everything. Yeah, some of these are y'all just rattled off a bunch of bands that y'all played shows with. I didn't know if y'all wanted to add them or not, so I just wrote them down. If you don't want to add them, just say skip okay. or something. Oh, but, we'd uh, love to. Royal Coda. Royal Coda. Oh, oh yeah. Oh shit. Uh, oh fuck. Which which song don't don't I like? No, nah, hold on, I got you. Oh, a numbing agent is a great one. I was gonna say becoming the memory. We can do both. Yeah, it's a good one. Actually, honestly, like uh, the whole entire album was really well put together. I mean, you guys are fans of uh, Sergio, so mm-hmm. like it like, was. 
Yeah, so like but anything with Kurt Travis in it, dude. I don't listen to. Oh, I don't give a shit. Travis, I actually love Kurt Travis's like solo stuff too. Yeah, like, the solo yeah. stuff is so good. Like, uh, next we got Strawberry Girls. Strawberry Girls. Uh, oh, actually, the one that uh, they did with uh, the vocalist Nick Newsham. Nick Newsham. Nick- no, 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 no. Do no, the no. song with Andreas. Andreas, yeah, the one oh. that Andreas. Uh, I'm trying to. I'm, we're trying to figure that out. Uh, party nights. Yeah, yeah, party nights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that song is sick. It's super funky, and also yeah. like Starboy Girls always had like like really good. That's Zach Garen, right? Or Zach Garen. Yeah. Zach Garen and uh, Ben Rosette. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, oh, oh, yeah. Ben Rosette is a great producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Idola. Idola. Anything from that that the Architect album that that is very much like a just front to back, just an incredible piece of work. Yeah, they they really worked hard on that. You can tell. Like, yeah, I, I don't want to pick a song for that one because they they uh, they're done as good. Also, like you know, I I, I, I really, caustic prayer. I, yeah, like that's a good one. And then the last one I wrote down is Macari. Macari, shit, that's a hard one, actually. <laughs> that there's a lot of uh, songs that I really like from them. Uh, uh, this uh, you can do transient. I like hyper real. Uh, yeah, transient, hyper real. I like that that whole oh my gosh, that whole hyper real album is just fantastic. It's so good, yeah. So good. oh, I I, I love. Oh, dude, they really like like stepped it up on that production too, and they really I, you can tell that they really cared about like every moment of it, and I think like like shout out to like literally Makari, like they they really they they are homeboys and they they really care about their music, and I think it's for sure, yeah, they, they definitely need more voice out there for sure. I I know that uh. Andy is also in Monuments and stuff like that, which Monuments is a phenomenal band. Like, I, I love that band. But like, for me, like, just just the fact that, you know, we're on the Macari Boys a lot, and it's just, like, you know, yeah. I, I, I'm really happy that they're they're making really good shit, too. So. For sure. Uh, next couple of questions. We're, we're uh, getting close to the end here, but um, we like to get some things that y'all are, like, currently enjoying. Hmm. Oh, like current current artists, artists. Uh, yeah, something like that. Whatever you to. Yeah, whatever you're currently listening to, like it, it could be an older artist or just something that maybe just something that you're currently enjoying. Um, uh, St- stuff that's been on my playlist recently is stuff like the heliocentrics. I'm a big like, um, down tempo kind of instrumental, uh band person where it's just sort of you take the uh linear element out of it sometimes and a, a nice loop is really cool yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but at the same time you know there's there's a lot of good stuff out there i mean to to that point one of the bands i'd sort of discovered recently i had found a book called uh meet me in the bathroom that is about uh the garage rock renaissance in new york in the early 2000s um so like bands like the strokes um and you know tv on the radio stuff like that uh yeah 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 and had 
discovered LCD sound system and got the opportunity to see them with idols a few uh, months ago. And it was incredible. Um, so that's something that's been on my, my playlist recently is a lot of LCD and idols. Me, um, I've been listening to uh, a lot of, uh, um, honestly, like, um, I, I, I don't know if you've ever heard of the YouTuber called Scarlord or whatever. Uh, yes. Yeah, I've been I've been listening to his music a little bit, like the funk kind of stuff, and and also I like uh, uh I like the K-pop group New Jeans. They're pretty awesome. <laughs> New Jeans has been blowing up. Yeah, they've been uh, blowing up, and uh, I love I like uh, drum and bass honestly. So like pretty huge uh, influence on my electronic stuff. So I I really like making that kind of thing. Um, also, um, uh, there's a metal band that's been really killing it called Johnny Booth. Yeah, and Johnny Booth is I, sick. I really like the new album. It's mixing a lot of different genres and um and like, you know, they're doing really cool innovative stuff on the guitar side of things, but it's just also like when it comes to like uh, compositionally, like I feel like they're kind of like using electronic music and the most potential in their in a genre. And I really like their ambience and and how is, there's some Thundercat moments and stuff like that yeah. too. And like, I just really love like the jazzy side of their music. And I, I think they're, they're, they're a band that people should definitely look out for, uh, me personally. Uh, speaking of a band that has not left my playlist recently, Nightlife has just oh, been oh on God, yeah. rotation oh, yeah. for years since we yeah. moved, uh, since we had, had lived together. And Hansel actually mastered uh, the first EP. Oh, uh, nice. Shout out to Hansel for it. Hansel is incredible. Nightlife is fantastic. And yeah. seeing the brand that they've been able to develop over the last few years without playing a single show yep. is astounding to me. Oh, yeah. And They're nuts, dude. They're so good. And speaks to the different avenues that you can take to marketing your product and work these days. So Nightlife mm -hmm. is incredible, and I love them. Yeah. So uh, let's get some of these on here. Let's go with uh, the Heliocentrics. Oh, yes, perfect. Uh, Venom. And then we have, you said an LCD, is that? LCD sound system. There you go. Yeah. Um, for me, that song is called Losing My Edge. All right. We got Idols. The song is going to be Never Fight a Man with a Perm. <laughs> yeah. Scarlord. Um, heart attack is pretty cool. Uh, new jeans, new jeans. Oh, that's a hard one. Uh, I mean, I guess the song that everyone knows, uh, super shy Johnny Booth. Oh. Johnny Booth, okay, mm, that's you showed me that earlier. So, um, does it have to be like a like more famous? No, nah, you just do whatever, man. Any whatever song you like, okay. So, I actually really like this song from that album called Only, Only by Name. Nightlife. Okay. Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> uh, Fool Me Once. Yeah, the fallback that's... EP is incredible. It is. Yeah. Man. Let's get some of the, the homies on here. Let's shout them out. Oh, we'd love to. Yeah. Um, there's there's a really big scene here in Atlanta of of just DIY kids that that are putting on incredible shows where there there was this sort of weird community around here for a long time where it was a 
a revolving door of musicians on stage where it was like the same 60 people at shows where, Mm -hmm. you know, you'd show up as like means to get people to come to your shows because that was the only crowd you had to work with. And seeing these kids come out and bring, you know, like a hundred plus people that you just don't recognize every time is such an incredible uh, attribution to this community. And some of the bands that are doing that are like, Big Yellow, Strumbrush, Back to Earth, Bummer Hill, and it's it's this, you know, uh, Novumora. There's some really good friends of ours, um, and it's just this whole, you know, environment of of people who, you know, I think when when you reach a certain age as a musician and a creative, you start to wonder if people younger than you can not only relate to you and the work that you create, but if you can relate to theirs, yeah, it's really relieving as an artist and just a person to hear, you know, a lot of the work that these, that these people are putting out that, you know, they're, they're not just kids. They're, they're grown adults who, who live their own lives um, and have had their own, you know, strifes and traumas um, and need to find a way to manifest that into, you know, a cathartic release. For sure. Um, seeing them do that is really inspiring and being able to still relate to it uh, gives you a lot of energy as, as a creative person and, and feeling like, Hey, there's still room for me here. <laughs> you yeah. Know? yeah. Well, for me personally, I, I just get inspired by their, uh, the way that they are passionate about what they're doing. And, and I think that's really cool. I, I feel like um, uh, jam is more uh, like, knowledgeable about uh the scene but whenever i do come into shows i get so excited that like uh that you know a lot of younger kids are doing really awesome shit and something that like i would have never thought of like getting myself in in a part of and just kind of unapologetically being the the vision that they wanted to do at the get-go and i think that's such a ballsy move already at, at you know at a young age and the fact that they're just doing it, and I, I have so much respect for it, honestly. They don't compromise. Sure. They, yeah. they don't give a shit about anybody else. They, they're doing what they're doing. And I I think that's the most punk rock shit I've ever heard in my oh, life. Oh, for sure. And I, I, I'm all about it. Like, I think it's it's cool. And and the fact that they're more immersive. And they're all listening to different kinds of genre of music, too. So, yeah. like it's not just one type of thing, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. like it's, we're talk- it's, it's a lot of noise rock, punk rock. There's like King Gizzard influence. Shout out our friends in Wardrobe Malfunction. Wardrobe Malfunction, let's um, go. <laughs> there's there's just a big variety of music, and and it's nice to see it not just sound like one thing and just be less decent versions of one band. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Very easily find that you know over the next few years, there's just like fifteen different people trying to be the Callous Cowboys. Yeah. You know? but, don't see that you see people influenced by a variety of things you know whether it's like ms paint or just like, <laughs> yeah, you know what i'm true. saying like a, a yeah. variety of influences that just go out there and it's cool because you learn about new music that way and, and that's kind of like a beautiful thing that it's about atlanta scene right now it's like we we are embracing different types of genre music and we can still all play this show together you know it's not yeah, like for sure it's not, you don't you don't need to be in that specific you know niche or whatever it is to kind of like immerse yourself together it's more like you know like you you understand that that's the type of music but it's like 
but having that language in general, like that gives more of an opportunity for everybody to kind of understand each other. You know, yeah. I think that's something that's beautiful that kind of came across for the past couple of years for us. And like, I feel like a lot of the people in the Atlanta scene, because, you know, we're all influenced by so many different things anyway. So like, why not just embrace that and kind of, you know, like Absolutely. celebrate each other rather than, you know, being like, Oh, I'm the better band or whatever. Yeah, like yeah for sure. You know? I think that's like the, that's, that's such a fucking amazing, refreshing thing. And I, 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 I'm all about it, man. I, I love the fact that people are so passionate about music to this day and just making innovative music. And, and I, I'm, I want to be a part of it. I want to continue to create, create that along alongside with it. And yeah. I think, well, let's get some uh, big yellow on here. Oh, oh, theme for an angry phone call. Um, I actually got to be in that music video, and it was one of the reasons that that sold us on Nico and Chucho as as director and cinematographer for our work is um, not just the vision they had, but the amount of professionalism and the fact yeah. that you know we sat down to storyboard and and do all of these things and it's it's aspects of filmmaking that i wouldn't have even considered at that age and being a part of that shoot really uh opened my eyes to a lot of that yeah really, that's awesome really, man. really awesome stuff honestly like yeah like, like uh for me like to see that kind of stuff is just like as a i feel like a boomer almost and that's <laughs> yeah you know it's just but it's just seeing like all this all this like uh work that is put into initially just to make sure that there's a guarantee of like how the vision is supposed to be. It's like, Oh, well that's how it should be, you know, like instead of like always second guessing stuff all the time, you know, which is cool in the the spontaneity of like situations. But when it comes to like a lot of things, you know, it's nice to have a little bit of like, like, like actual vision for where Strumbrush is next. Yeah, uh, Rewound. They're they're a wonderful band from this area, more of like an indie pop um, kind of thing. Foster and Jack Pace, wonderful uh, musicians and people, and um, just a, a great attribution to to this this scene and area. Oh yeah, uh, Back to Earth. Oh yeah, they just put out a new song too. It's called uh, Leroy. Leroy. <laughs> Leroy. Oh, it's awesome. It's heavy. And um, they've, they've made some strides in their production. And it's it's nice to see people kind of go from more of like a garagey DIY sound to something that, you know, sounds more on the level of the bands that inspired them to do it in the first place. For sure. And, and that growth is 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 cool. It's, it's yeah. Uh, next one is Bummer Hill. Yeah, um, Bummer Hill are some great friends of ours. They're they're awesome. Jack Dawson, uh, Rui, um, they put out an EP last year called City Limit, and they've got a song on there called Flash Paper. All that hate that I really love. Some All awesome right. songs. They've got an EP that's uh, or maybe an LP that's coming out uh, next year that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, Novu Mora. Yeah. Oh, Novu Mora, some good friends of ours. They. Uh, they're incredible uh, musicians. It's almost like think, think a DGD sound, um, uh, 
with like feet like a incredible female singer but um you know they're they're really heavy um nice um um my 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 favorite song personally is uh 3.0 it's not their most popular song but the most popular song is uh race uh but i, I also uh, they have a new song called good grief that's really awesome too all right and then uh wardrobe malfunction yeah uh wardrobe yeah. malfunction is a is a kind of funny one because they have a lot of different genres on there yeah uh, they 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 color a lot of different palettes yeah. um it's they, it's really cool to see like because like we we uh talk with them a lot you know they're they're very like uh close friends of ours and and the fact that they 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 do different things um I don't know. It's it's kind of hard because like all of them kind of feel different. Uh, Decrepit Stag is a really good song. That's there's. a good one. That's a good, really good one. Um, the last thing y'all listened to, what was it? Y'all use Spotify? Yes. Yeah, give us the last song y'all listened to. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, hold on, I'm pulling it up right now. Mine was mine was the uh the Johnny Booth one uh with uh. Uh, actually, it's a song. The uh, the mirror is not even a metal. It's not even their metal song. It's just like. A, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine was um, oh, <laughs> uh, head over heels by Tears for Fears. <laughs> nice. nice. That's what's up. Uh... And then we are, like I said, we're going to add y'all's new song over here on here since it'll be out. That'll be the very first song on the playlist. Is there another song that you want to add on from y'all? Um, from and y'all's. You said this will be coming out the, what, what day, right? 24th. Of August, right? Yes. Okay. Um, Neptune. Yeah. Neptune. Uh, yeah. It's a... or, or, or do you want an older one? No. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. And then, yeah, so the newer one will be on the top and the Neptune will close it out. And then, uh, Adam, you want to do the rest? Sure. I uh, guys just want to shout out your social media handles um, to the listeners and just really anything else you got going on. Any shows or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, Cascadent Band is is the majority of our socials over Facebook, Instagram, uh, X um f- formerly known as twitter um i don't think we have a threads at this point i, I don't know if we will i don't really care um no. but you know some of the other stuff we've been working on recently is like i said we uh have this next ep coming out and we're really excited about it. it's going to be a four song ep we have another ep that is slated for you know the the first quarter of 2024 that we're really excited about announcing um, and just a lot of other projects. We're going to be hitting the road for a little while with our friends in All I Hear is Birds. Awesome. Uh, they're incredible. Shout them out. Um, but, you know, we're just really excited to get this off the road. A lot of this, as we said before, has been a lesson in patience and growth. Can I shout out my other band? Yes, absolutely. Uh, so I'm also in a different band called The Rack. Um, uh, it, we, we're actually playing Afropunk in, uh, at Brooklyn. Uh, playing with um, a lot of big names, but maybe not the same stage, but it's like a festival and uh, 
were playing with like names like uh, Flying Lotus and uh, playing with like uh, Vince Staples and Joey Badass. And, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, just like, you know, it's, it's, it's probably like the biggest opportunity I've ever gotten, me personally as a musician. So it's really cool. Uh, the Rack is a part of a label called Punk Black. Which is uh, which is kind of going all around uh, America right now. Um, our, our boy uh, Vaughn, he's kind of like the, uh, I guess, the CEO of it, and he's been doing a lot of work all around for representation for uh, you know Black Americans uh, or you know for uh, for the genre of punk and you know you know whether the genre it varies and all that stuff, but it's really cool. And I, I really, I really enjoy uh, being a part of it, and I'm very grateful for it. And you want to throw one of their songs on there, man? Oh yeah, uh, we have a new song called uh, uh, "Catch." Uh, I actually kind of engineer a little bit of that uh, that one with them, uh, so it was really cool to be part of the mixing process of it. Uh, it's called "Catch" uh, by the Wreck. Um, okay. Um, yeah. Sweet. Coming through this course near you. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell yeah, dude. Well, uh, we appreciate y'all giving giving us some of your time tonight. Oh no, thank, thank you, you so much for yeah. having us. Yeah, this is our first interview, and you know we're we're gonna do a litany of these over the next six months. We've got a whole schedule put together. Um, Sweet. Hell and, yeah. You know, uh, we, we've worked really hard over the last few years to work on the product of this, and the promotional sure. aspect is something that we're still getting used to so we really appreciate y'all uh you know taking your time for us yeah, yeah, anytime, yeah of course anytime, this was dude. a wonderful experience well thank you i appreciate nice. that dude yeah we we are excited to hear y'all's stuff your ep coming out the the new song yeah. bangs that'll already be out everybody will already hear how hard it bangs um and yeah man we'll we'll be in touch and i'll let you know when this comes out and everything like that will be a little closer to the time it coming out i'll hit you up and send you promos and everything else so have have I only sent you watch the tale? Yes, that's all you yes. sent me. You I'll, feel I'll free send, to send me everything send else. <laughs> yeah, send everything. Yeah. <laughs> but no, man, thank y'all so much, and y'all have a nice night. Thank you, you as well. Have a wonderful night. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Later.